look, I'm no Columbo, but I am Chuck Palumbo. That, that was a line that was actually spoken. And I've done some sleuthing. Uh, but my, uh, my spidey senses have told me that you, you have found a way to be further away from the microphone than, than ever before. That is your... Heretofore unprecedented distances from the microphone. I could be further. I don't think you could. <laughs> I think you're literally in another room. So, we're on good, good track here. We're on a good schedule. Look... <laughs> Look, life sucks and then you die. Yep. And while you're still alive and life sucks, you have to review Nitros from 2000. Yeah. I don't know if y'all oh. remember this, but the worst year of our lives was supposed to be 2018. <laughs> that we even got a head start on. I don't I don't know why we thought this was a thing we could but, do. Try as we might. Did we? Did, did we try? Did we try as we might? For like the first little bit, I think we tried. I think like we, moderately hard. I think we did. But then it was just a series of no one actually wanting to do it <laughs> and not having time to do it. Yeah. And then like the mishmash of like only having two people. It is. It is fun and... to make time for something you don't want to do. Yeah. Story of my life. Yeah. Life is what happens when you're watching Nitro. That's the old adage. Life is like a box of chocolates. And every chocolate is just secretly a piece of dog shit molded into a piece of chocolate. Life is like a box of chocolates. You get eaten by a retard on a bench. Yep. Is sure. Forrest Gump good? Um, It's kind of... If you really look at it, like... It's really bizarre. Yeah. It's a real bizarre movie. It is a strange movie. It's um, like, it's... Because there was another movie... There's a, The Peter Sellers movie, Being There, being was there. sort of like it. Yeah, but he's a lot more, like, autistic in that movie than... Than straight... Like, he's like an, he's like an idiot savant. Yeah, than a where, straight feeb. A straight feeb. <laughs> uh, a monster tard. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't like, know if Hanks qualifies as monster tard in that movie. Yeah. I mean, he's... The world's greatest long-distance jogger. Yeah, he, jogger. <laughs> he survives getting shot in a war. I'm the best at jogging. He survives being shot in the war. Yeah. He's a, an expert fisherman. He's sick at ping pong. He's sick at ping pong. Like, he's literally a super soldier. Yeah. Yeah. So, I would say he's a monster tard. I guess talent-wise, yes. Yeah. But monster tard, to me, implies something physical that Tom Hanks is not. Sure. But I think just being a monster at something... He, he was a monster at several things. But he's a monster tard. Um, I don't know. I feel like that movie's like an easy watch. I don't think it's a struggle to get through. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen it in a long time, and like, I liked it when I saw it, but I feel like history has not remembered it as fondly. Yeah. As like a best picture winner. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it was. Uh... During a time when movies were a little bit less particular about, uh, you know, factual things making sense. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, like... But, it, I mean, it's it's also, too, like, the whole story is you just believing this story from a monster tard. So it's not like any of that is true. Wait, is he just lying? It could just be, like, uh, him, like, 
being like a uh, like a liar, <laughs> just a goddamn liar, and he's just like telling this old lady on a bench, like, yeah, like I uh, I met President Nixon and I was in Vietnam and you know I won the world ping pong championships and uh, you know my girlfriend's dying in a whore. Sorry, oh. dying in a whore. Dying and a whore. And a whore. I'd like to. You know what? That's how I want to die. I want to die in a whore. Um, but was that Robin Wright? And she just, like, fucked around on him and got AIDS? Yes. Yeah. In real life. Yeah, of course. It's yeah. all real. Yeah, it's all real. And then she gave it to Sean Penn. Yeah. And then he divorced her. Yeah. Which explains a lot. And then she made the Congress. If my, uh... Made the Congress? Yeah. Isn't that a movie? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. You see movies. I don't see... I haven't seen the Congress. Look it up. Let's uh, see if no, it's one of those I things. I don't trust you. Robin Wright, the Congress... I don't, I don't trust I you. think it was sort of a sci-fi-y thing. Question. Answer. Forrest Gump won Best Picture that year. Correct. Is it the best picture from that that, that category? So Who is it? Forrest Gump. Yeah. Four Weddings and a Funeral. Uh-huh. Pulp Fiction. Uh, Pulp Fiction! The Shawshank Redemption. Damn! And secret, uh, like, dark horse in the category, Quiz Show. Oh, quit! Okay, Forrest Gump is... At best, fourth. the fourth best. Yeah. Damn, I love those other three movies. Yeah. I think I have to give it to Pulp Fiction, but, like, Shawshank is great, and I really like Quisher. I really like Quisher, too, yeah. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever seen Four Weddings and a Funeral. I don't know if I have. If I have, it was in the mid-90s. When I was, when I was very young. Ah, I got when you, I was, yeah. When I was probably, I was probably three years old. Hmm. I was, pro- I was probably not even born yet. I don't think I was born when Four Weddings and a Funeral came out. I'm the, I'm the I'm the youngest member of this podcast. Sure, by by ten years. Yeah, um, I'm a little baby. Drew, change me. Uh, you gross. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I I would get I guess Tom Hanks wins Best Actor for that. It's Morgan Freeman and Shawshank, Nigel Hawthorne in The Madness of King George. I remember the movie. Uh, I don't remember. Paul that. Newman in Nobody's Fool. Okay. And John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. Hmm. Andy Dufresne was the gayest man I ever came across in my years at Shawshank. How about Andy Gives Brain? Hey. We did it. Did we do Andy Gives Brain? I don't think so. Should we? Should we? Maybe. Do that one. Uh, he wasn't even nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Tim Robbins. Yeah. Damn. He was good. Yeah. Uh, Martin Landau won for Ed Wood. Cool. But then Sam Jackson for Pulp Fiction, Chaz Palminteri for Bullets Over Broadway, which is another Woody Allen movie I've never yeah. seen. Uh, Paul, I might have seen Paul that. Schofield for Quiz Show. Who was Paul? Uh, was he the host? He was the yeah the host yeah. of the show, and then Gary Sneeze for Forrest Gump. Hmm. Lieutenant Dane. But yeah, that's uh that's one of those years that I think we've talked about in the past where it's like. Going back and seeing who doesn't actually deserve to win. Yeah. Cough, Shakespeare, and love cough. Yeah, definitely. Uh, cough, Sandra Bullock, cough. Ooh, um, Sandy B. Do you know that former um, Doctor Who, Peter Capaldi, actually uh-huh. won an Oscar that year for Best Live Action Short Director? <laughs> Did not. I know, right? That's pretty weird. It, like in 94? In 94. Huh. Yeah. Like pre-fame. And then went on to be fucking... Live action short. 
By the way, have you seen or heard of the most recent winner for live action show? By the way, have you seen this? That's a bad oh, face. That is the living corpse of Martin Landau. <laughs> uh, I have not. Why is it? Is it fucked up? Yep. Oh, nice. Is it? Do bad things happen to good people? Um, a good things happen to bad people. Oh. Uh, pick pick an issue because they all have to be about issues. Trans rights. Uh, no, again. Uh, women's rights. Again. The other one. Trans species rights. <laughs> no, we haven't got there yet. We don't have them yet. Uh, I don't know. What's the other big one? Simple. Retards. <laughs> Race. Oh, sure. Um, I don't remember the specifics. Okay. But... It's called Skin. It's called Skin. A white supremacist... Okay. ...is... Ooh. ...tattooed... Completely black. And someone shoots them because they think they're black. Jesus Christ. And it won a goddamn Oscar. Guys. What? So he gets like kidnapped and forcibly tattooed? Yes. Let's watch it. Let's watch it instead of the nitro. I don't, I don't, I don't know how interested I am in that. That sounds stupid. How does that not sound like the funniest thing you've ever heard? But it's supposed to be a drama, It's right? played 100% straight. Ugh. Yeah. I hate you, Hollywood. <laughs> I hate you. Hollywood is truly the worst. I and And not just because of the pedophilia. I only like red state films. <laughs> like, the new, like the new Mel Gibson cop one? Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, I legit want to see that. Or, if, <laughs> how about, how about, fags of our fathers <laughs> and their <and> men <laughs> whose dads have disowned them. <laughs> Yes, Clint Eastwood's Fags of Our Fathers. And it's all about fathers disowning their gay <laughs> that sons. Ain't my son. <laughs> I don't have a son. Does Clint Eastwood have a son? Yeah, yeah. Scott. Oh, Scott. Yeah. Is Scott gay? <laughs> no, he's too handsome to be gay. <laughs> okay, a sentence that has never been said. It's <laughs> the wrongest sentence in the world. Too handsome to be gay. Impossible. All the handsomest men are gay. Is that why you're gay? That's why I am so gay and so <laughs> handsome. The two are I- inseparable. They're hand in hand. Yeah. Or hand in dick. There, there's yeah. A... How about handy dick and he gives hand jobs? Ooh. <laughs> uh, can we do the? Can we riff out the other clinics? What can we do with letters from the Iwo Jima? Hmm. I don't know if that one's doable. That one's uh, very specific. It is specific. And it's not like anything rhymes with Iwo Jima. Yeah, you gotta get creative. You gotta go, like, How about letters from Iwo, Iwo Krima, and it's all about cream pies? Cremo... Cremo... Cremo Jima. <laughs> letters from Iwo Juma. Oh! You could go that way. So it's the Japanese invading a Jewish country? It's the Japanese... Uh, Pearl Harboring the Wailing Wall. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the Wailing Wall. And, but then it turns out to be the exact same world war because the U.S. just fights their battles for them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's not, don't get me started. Don't don't get me started. Hey, did you listen to that new Nitro podcast? Yeah, they had some strong stances on Israel. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what else in the news? 
I'm not talking about Nitro yet. So no, I'm, I'm thinking about other Clint Eastwood movies. That Ooh, other can... Clint Eastwood. Uh, I, I don't Bear, Bear Bareback Ridge. That's the easiest one. Obviously, yeah. Obviously, Bareback Ridge, which was just the the working title for Brokeback Mountain. Yes. <laughs> uh, I oh man, I wish Eastwood had made like a response film to Bareback Mountain, <laughs> <laughs> which is about cowboys like. Stringing up gays. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just movie being that, alpha. A movie that's just about cowboys not being gay. <laughs> like no men are ever in the same frame at the same time. Yeah, it's like a reverse Bechdel test. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like a, or he does like a Glenn Gary Glenn Ross, but with all women. <laughs> so like, there's no way any like women are gay. Wait, th- I'm surprised they haven't done an all-women Glengarry Glen Ross. Who's going to watch that? A few women. Ugh. Is that why they had to re-remake Ghostbusters with men again? Yes. Yeah. I hope that the new one is just a remake of the female, the female one. one? That'd be really funny. They, yeah, that'd be really good. I think the only person I know that's attached to that is Paul Rudd. Okay. It, Aykroyd's involved, though, isn't he? He's doing... He's... I don't know if he's acting in it though. I think he might just be creatively yeah. involved. Um, so what's Harold Ramis doing? Um, digging up daisies. Digging up daisies. <laughs> he's gardening. Um, in, his, in his twilight years. Uh, Gran Torino. Uh, Gra- mi- million dollar baby. Million dollar gaby. Million dollar scabies. No million dollar scabies. Where you get a high priced hooker, but she still gives you. Yeah. <laughs> but she still gives you a sexual disease. She's still a dirty, dirty girl. <laughs> Um, um, I don't know what to do with Gran Torino, but that's just the funny movie anyway. Like, he says gook in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I, I, I think Gran Torino was a documentary. I think you could take a wild guess at who the member of my family that likes that movie the most is. Uh, let me see. Your pretty chill mom or your dad who owns a motorcycle. <laughs> hmm. It's me. Your sister? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, how about uh, how about Mantorino and it's guys only? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. is there even female characters in that movie? Manhorino, Manhorino. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, how about uh, how about San Marino and it's a protectorate in the Mediterranean? <laughs> <laughs> is, who who is says goo? Is, <laughs> Um, it's a zipper head. Like the, he the, definitely says that in that movie, too. Who's, uh, I don't know, like Prince Rainier or <laughs> whoever the fuck. <laughs> I think that's Monaco, not San Marino. Prince Rainier. <laughs> what a pull. I'm good for one every now and then. Are you looking at Prince Rainier? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm looking at San Marino. Uh... I confuse all the little European things, your San Marinos and your... And your fucking, and your Monaco's, and your, uh, then all the little tiny, I like how there's a little tiny country between each big country. Like, you got Andorra, between France and Spain, and then you got Luxembourg, between, uh, France and Germany, and then you got fucking Liechtenstein somewhere in there. Around. It's, it's fun. We, yeah, should, you, we should do that. We should know, have a tiny little country between Canada what, and the U.S. What about, uh, what about Gibraltar? That's not a country. That's a, that's a rock. It's that's a, a rock in Spain. It's a region. You're a region. Uh, yeah, it was not San Marino, so it must be... I think it's Monaco. Is San Marino a, technically a country? 
I think it is. Oh no, I'm dying. Uh, uh, just a heads up, we are we are not doing this podcast on low blood sugar as we have before. We are on high blood sugar. We just ate Popeyes. It is a country. And it's a country. It's a country. We've just eaten Popeyes, and I've had a uh, shout out to this week's sponsor, uh, Mountain Dew Liberty Brew. Uh, 50 flavors in one, it's advertised. I have looked all over the goddamn internet, including the official Mountain Dew site, like random weirdos on the Mountain Dew subreddit. There is no evidence or information as to what these 50 flavors in one are. I assume it's just every Mountain Dew they've ever made poured into a vat and stirred with like a dirty broom handle. Uh, but you know what? It works. You know, and let me tell you, Drew, I'm get, getting on my soapbox. You know how I do. We do be like that. I'll tell you why it's good. There's no goddamn artificial sweetener in it. They do this thing when they, sometimes when they bring in a special flavor, they'll only have it in like half sugar form. Like, like the 150 calorie version instead of like the 220. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the real one. Don't fucking go, make a, make a regular, make a diet. Fine. But don't fuck me halfway. Mm -hmm. Don't put it in soft. That's what I'm saying. You're gonna become soft. Yeah, that, that's that's Judge Judy's famous line, right? Don't don't put it in soft and tell me we're fucking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sounds exactly like her. It's classic, classic Judy. What Judy crazy Jewish last name? Scheindlin. I don't know. Is that what her name is? It's yeah. It's something like that. Are you looking that up now? Are you? Have you become just like the producer for the podcast? Who just does research? Yeah. Well, Scheindlin. You were right. Boom. Uh, I don't think he was Monaco. What am I looking up again? Prince Rainier. What, uh, what could he be? <laughs> Prince Rainier, uh, oh, yeah, he was Monaco, but, okay. he's, but he's fucking dead. I know, yeah. I, he's not current. Oh, yeah, no, but uh, yeah, it was Monaco. I couldn't, Drew, I couldn't it, find his name before. If, you, if you've learned one thing, it's that my references are, are not current. Are very out of date. Now it's, uh, it's Prince Albert II. Ooh, how's his cock look? Uh, well, Pierced? he looks like a fat old guy, so... He looks like a rich, bald white man. Yeah, so I'm gonna say he's got a bad penis? But he's Prince Albert, so he's gotta have a cool piercing. His wife is much younger than him. Remember when they named Matt Bloom after a cock piercing? Yeah, because that's what their team was. And then they had, they had, um... Uh, what was Grimes' name? Uh, Keys? Key. Key, yeah. and he was their, their, he was their per dealer. personal tat uh, tattoo and piercer. Was he the... He, he was the guy that did their piercings and tattoos. I thought Draws was... No. Draws and Albert were the guys that he was doing oh, the Draws piercing and, and tattoo. Okay, okay. I feel like... I thought Key lasted for, like, one week. Uh, I think he was around for, a, like, maybe a few months, but... Yeah, he was their personal tattoo artist. Really? I thought that was someone else. Old grimy, old grimy man. That him and New Jack fall is just scariest thing ever. Chef kisses fingers. Scariest it's, and like thing. It's such ever. a weird fall because like Grimes didn't want to go because because yeah. I'm not really like I don't blame him. Oh sure, it's terrifying, but like what was it going to like? Was New Jack going to suplex him? Because like New Jack's back was to the floor. And Grimes was like, you know, they were looking at each other. But then Grimes didn't want to go, so New Jack just like, sort of just jumped backward and like, grabbed Grimes' shirt. And Grimes did a flip and landed directly on New Jack. Yeah. And obviously like, 
no one's fault or tried to tried to hurt someone, but that did not stop New Jack from trying to murder Grimes in XPW. Yeah, well, Grimes deserves it. Um, here's some interesting Darren Drozdov information. Uh, him and his wife got divorced after he got paralyzed, so fuck bitch. that bitch. Uh, Man, that's a real... Um, he who, had, he, who divorced their wife after cancer? Batista? Batista. Nice. There, He had some horrible fucking ring names. Drawsy King Lake? Sorry, what? Drawsy King Lake. That's what I thought you said, but that couldn't be right. Darren Ripping Yarns Laxingham. What? And D.D. The Death Dude. I sort of like that. <laughs> were all names before he was like in um, WWE. What? Then, then they the did like the fuck? Invaders gimmick in ECW. So it was. Uh, who the fuck is Lance Wright? Uh, he was a random in ECW. I, I, I remember seeing the name in ECW results. I could not pick him out of a lineup. I don't know if he's big or small. A room or what. full of. I couldn't pick him. Uh, I couldn't pick him out in a room full of fags of our fathers. <laughs> Uh, so it was Lance Wright, Draws, Brackus, and Furnace and Lafon. Man, Brackus is like an all-time failed experiment. Well, when you're like the biggest man that's ever been <laughs> in Vince McMahon's presence, uh, then yeah, that's what you do. Like, I I love guys like that. Guys who have like everything going physically, which is essentially all you need for Vince McMahon, but to somehow be so bad at your actual job it, that you don't make it. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Like, uh, it's fascinating. Uh, I was wrong. So Prince, I knew it! Prince Albert was his... He was he Draws's? Was, he was Draws's personal body-piercing artist. Yes, that makes sense. And Key was both that, of their dealers. Yes, he was... The, yeah, yeah, because yeah, Key was was the dealer. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Key of Coke. And I swear Key was, was there literally once. I'm gonna look it up. Before they... Real, I, like, I don't know if he had a match. Uh, and is uh, and that's how Albert debuted was yeah. with Draws yeah yeah uh, doing an interview with the Godfather for an injury just as a few begin the two was developing uh, yeah it sounds like he was around for like July, August, and then gone. That's even honestly more than I thought. Yeah. I feel like he had one to two TV appearances. And they're like, oh, maybe we can't have a drug dealer. <laughs> and wasn't he like in all white? Yeah. With white dreads. Yeah. He was like a, a one of the, a fat Matrix twin. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that PN News was originally in Dabaldi's. Yes. He, he was for a bit. But he got hurt, and then they replaced him with Grimes, and then he never came back. I was going to say that. Yeah, he never came back. Because it, it... Yeah, because Angel and DeVito were the core, and mm. then yeah. News, and then Grimes, yeah. What a weird... Didn't they get another one towards the end? Did they get another ball? Didn't they get, like, a more of a, like, white-looking dude? Hmm. Double And, like, Angel. What the fuck? Like... Dude did nothing before or since, like, that six months of ECW. Uh, Spanish really Angel. It was Vito, yeah. Tony DeVito, Vic Grimes, PN News, and Red Dog, which is Rodney Mack. 
Oh, he was briefly a Baldy. Yeah. And then... Then he went face, I think. Who? Red Dog. Red Dog. Rodney Mack. I remember his debut match on Raw in, like, maybe 2003 against Al Snow, and he absolutely murdered Snow with, like, oh, I don't even know what it was supposed to be. It was a double underhook something. Okay. Uh, but it basically ended up like a weird Tiger Driver 91, and he it just absolutely, like, paralyzed Al Snow. <laughs> Al Snow has not walked to this day. But he do- still did manage to find out about steroids. At age 50. Yeah. And who's the new person who... Oh, uh, Glenn Gilberti. Glenn Gilberti. Has also discovered steroids also discovered at age steroids. 50. <laughs> a classic. Typical Glenn. Glenn, on this show, tonight. Oh, he's bad. He is bad. I mean, he's bad now. I feel like like we've seen some serviceable disco matches. He's taking some good bumps. In 2000, He takes yeah. some good bumps. He's a good bumper. Yeah, and like his... He's a, he's a regular Dolph Ziggler. I don't know if that's true. I think history will look on Dolph Ziggler as one of the most, like, I don't, would you call it underachieving? Just like, should have been better. (laughs) And like, given every opportunity to succeed... And just yeah, and like not really taking it and ran with like it. seems like he should be really good, but like how many good matches can you name? Uh, b- b- zero. <laughs> like very athletic, like huge bumper personality. Look looks good. Too too pretty to be gay. Again, impossible. Too handsome. Must be gay based on handsomeness. Had overly athletic sex with Amy Schumer. Yep. Gross, because she's a fucking pig. I think Amy Schumer is trying to get fatter than Bridget Everett. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I think that's the move. Like, I'm going to get fatter than my fat friend. So then I'm the fat friend. <laughs> and then all my jokes can be about me being a fat slut. <laughs> I do like a fat slut. Oh, fat slut. Oh, what's the thing I was thinking the other day? Oh... I like how, like, the two, like, common uses of thick now are, like... I believe it's pronounced tick. Tick. Girl tick. Yeah. <laughs> are, like... Or, like... Yeah, like, excessively dumb or, you know, pleasantly overweight. Yeah. And... Because I want a girl who's both. I want a dumb fat bitch. Who's driving in Ferndale. Man, we saw so many fat women driving <laughs> in a town in Washington yesterday. It was like the, the day they let them out. Uh, Dolph Ziggler's best singles match. Ooh, singles. 2016 against The Miz. Four and a half Oh, stars. I remember that getting a very high rating and refusing to watch it because of the two people involved. Which, which um, I stand by to this day, three years later. Singles match-wise, there's also him and Cena from December 2012. That was four. Hmm. Him and The Miz, also from 2016, that was four. What is the, what is this classic Ziggler-Miz feud that I've been sleeping on? I don't know. And there's a bunch of three and three quarters. 
him and Ray, him and Orton, him and Daniel Bryan, him and Sheamus, him and Luke Harper, him and AJ, him and Rollins, and then everything goes down from there. But there's also yeah. like a bunch of like Money in the Banks and Survivor Series, Survivor Series and, and yeah. stuff. And there's also Ambrose and Rollins versus Ziggler and McIntyre from last year that is also four and a half stars. Ambrose versus Ziggler and McIntyre. Yeah, remember when Ziggler and McIntyre were a team? Do you? Yeah, they called McIntyre up and immediately put him on a team. Ziggler? Remember he oh, came, he yeah! came back from his injury and then... And they're like, yeah, this is to get McIntyre over and Ziggler will go away. And then that's exactly what happened. Sure, and then they put McIntyre with Shane McMahon so that Shane McMahon can win the title. Well, Shane McMahon is the best in the world. The tournament. Because he won the tournament to determine the best in the world. And they oh and what was their other weird thing where they wouldn't say tournament for a while they would just say a series of matches. That was a good one. Stop! Look. I was scratching. That was a vigorous scratch. Yeah. <sighs> um. Do we, uh, do we talk about the show? Do we not talk we about the show? Do it fast. <laughs> we got we got Royal, you... we got Royal Rumble two thousand and two to watch. So. I, yeah. How did we get on that? Because it was it's trip? very highly rated on by Meltzer. But who were we looking up that got us there? Uh, DDP. DDP. We're looking up DDP's best matches. Uh, listeners at home, how many four star plus matches do you think DDP has? Uh, take a pa- pause the podcast now. Pause, pause, but P A W S, and then pause, P O Z, and then yeah, and then P O Z up, and then once you've uh started taking your medication that was uh, jacked up in price by Martin Shkreli. Uh, think about how many four star matches DDP has, and 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 shout your answer into your headphones now. Did you do it? All right. Was it two? Because that's the answer. But it wasn't the two I thought. Uh, nope, neither. One was I the the Sting Nitro nineteen ninety nine match. I figured would be, and it's four stars. I thought the other would be Goldberg at Havoc 98, but Meltzer gave that a very, a very hymy three and a quarter, which is very low. But the, because the other one was Raven, right? A Raven match. Raven at, like, Spring Stampede 98? Yeah. Yeah. The, looking at his rate, like, Paige's best run was definitely the beginning of 98, because there's a... uh, I think it's Paige and Benoit against Raven and Saturn one month, yep. and then Paige, Benoit, Benoit Raven, Raven three-way yeah. the next month, and then Paige, Raven the next month, and all are very good. And then he never had a, another good match before since, according to... Uh, yeah, according to uh, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Top, Top Jew, Davy Juju. <laughs> I wish you could send him messages on like Twitter or something and just be like, Please explain the rating for this match, and then he would answer you. Uh, you can literally do that. Will he answer it? He responds to almost every... I mean, every... that is true. He is he res- kind of... Yeah. He responds to literally almost every message on Twitter, whether or not it deserves it. Raven has two four-star matches. I will name him, them. Him and Down Dust Page, obviously we knew about. And, uh, him... Is it him and Saturn versus Benoit Malenko? Nope. Ooh, ooh. Um, ECW? Nope. Not ECW. Not TNA. He didn't have a... Raven's other four-star matches in TNA? What are you talking about? And it has a higher cage match rating than the 
Cage and Raven match. What? It is him and AJ Styles from 2003. Interesting. And then he's got uh, a three and three quarters, which is the Benoit Page and Raven. Then there's the Benoit Page, Raven, and Saturn Tag. And then there's a Benoit Raven singles, a Saturn Raven singles, a Benoit Malenko oh, is, versus Saturn and Raven. Is Saturn Raven singles Fall Brawl 98? September. It is. That, that match is great. It is. That's a really good match. Uh, there one, are multiple TNA matches on here. That's absurd. I refuse to believe it. One that I haven't heard mentioned that should be on there is Raven Rhino from Backlash 2001. It's like the only good... Three, three and a quarter. It's like the only good hardcore match WWE ever did. Three and a quarter. But for, as far as TNA goes... Yeah. Abyss Raven, Jarrett and Rhino versus Raven and Sabu. Uh, Paige Raven, Hardy Raven, Raven Waltman, Abyss and Taylor Wilde versus Daphne and Raven. Chris Harris versus what Raven. What did Abyss and Taylor Wilde against Daphne and Raven get? Three and a quarter. Fine. <laughs> three and a quarter, Scott. So that's yeah, but if you go by uh, cage match ratings, like his highest match is not any of those. All those ones have weirdly low ratings. So obviously yeah. Meltzer's Meltzer's wrong. just out to lunch. The, the highest rated one is the the Benoit Page and Raven um, three way three way. But then there is a the uh, Ring of Honor Punk versus Raven from two thousand three. Can I, if I give you the date, will uh, you call me names? I'll call you by my name. <laughs> is it November 29th? It is August 27th. Ah, different one. Not the not the feud ender. Uh, nope. You're, you're, uh, I, I hate to be the one to tell you this, but you're stupid. No, no. I'll take stupid over most of what you call me. Uh, how high is the Rhino match on Cage Match? I, I already calls it. Because <laughs> uh, I feel like people like that match. Six point eight five, so it's like right, it's not, like right in the middle. Yeah, not great. Right Maybe I'm remembering it too fondly, but I'm but not sure it was sweet. People, I recall a spear through a shopping cart that was. Yes. Yes. I remember right? that too. Yeah. That it, it's barely below. It's point zero five percent below the Page and Raven four star. Oh, okay. So. Obviously, people don't like that Raven Page one as much as uh, Dave Meltzer does. Yeah, I, th- yeah, I think the three-way with Benoit's better. Everything's better with Benoit. Especially home life. Mm. Remember when they found all those empty beer cans around his body, but he had a blood alcohol level of zero, and then they couldn't find his cell phone? Oh, that's right. That's because uh, Kevin Sullivan came there and murdered him and drank a bunch of beers. All of, yeah, no, the cult members all had like a party <laughs> celebrating that they had murdered him. <laughs> yeah that checks out that tracks yeah and then they couldn't find the cell phone because he took it home because there was evidence of him sending messages to Nancy or something right Kevin Sullivan did it but, but at least Shavo was told that the dogs were in the enclosed pool area it said they wouldn't bite him when he went to the house correct yeah that's just good planning because I guess his dogs were violent animals I could, I could see Benoit having I, mean dogs. I mean, he's a rabid Wolverine, so yeah. he must have rabid so he needs, Dobermans. <laughs> he needs dogs as mean as him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad he's fucking dead. Whatever happened to that biopic movie they were making about him with Liev Shriver? Oh, yeah. Like, that was in development in, like, that was years 2014? Ago. Yeah. And then now, all of a sudden, it's 2019 and nothing's happened? Damn, I want to see that. 
Let's crowdfund it. But also that fucking Vince McMahon movie and that Hulk Hogan movie. Oh, Chris Hemsworth as Hulk Hogan? Yeah. I'd watch that. I don't know. It's silly as fuck. I don't, yeah. I don't know that I care. Unless it's going to talk about him like being a drug dealer in the 70s in Florida and like him and yeah. Brutus Beefcake fucking each other. The, ta- the Tampa Pipeline, Yeah, maybe. then like, I'm not interested. Yeah. I only want all the fucked up stuff. I don't want the like real life, like, meeting his wife and having kids and uh, becoming Hulkamania, brother. And his kid kills someone. And blah. <laughs> yeah, and then he can't, he can't open a condom package and... <laughs> and he ate too much sushi. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, if if the biopic is drug dealing in the 70s, yeah. uh fast forward to 2008. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sex tape, kid kills a guy, end of movie. Says the N-word. Says the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a movie. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> uh. 37 minutes. We good. Get, we good on time? <laughs> We're good on time. Uh, I don't know if there's, like, a ton to unpack in this Nitro. It's like, November 6th, 2000. No, nothing really... I love I love giving pertinent information on the podcast 37 minutes into it. This is the November 6th, 2000 Nitro. Um, for your viewing pleasure, episode 44 of sh- the Worst Year of My Life. From Chicago, Illinois. From Chicago, the, the, the windy city, they call it. The, the second city. The Big Apple. The city of brotherly the love. The Twin Cities. <laughs> Home to your world famous, hold home to your world champion Arizona Diamondbacks. In two thousand, they won the two thousand World Series. Two thousand one, yeah, they won two. Yan- yeah, Yankees were two thousand. Two thousand was uh, Subway Series. Uh, Yankees Mets. Mets. Mets, you son of a bitch. Uh, yeah. I don't even know. And that's the show. <laughs> I don't even know. What's important here? There was some okay stuff. Sting showed up dressed like a douchebag. Sting was dressed... Full red jumpsuit. Sting, track was, suit. Sting was dressed like Heavy D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or he was dressed like uh, like uh, Suge Knight. Yeah. Yeah, he was dressed like Suge Knight and got... It ju- was absurd. And got jumped by Steiner when he got there. Yeah. Um. Then we have just like a fucking... Like a recurring theme... Or just a recurring thing that happens of, like, National Nash, Nash, Thrillers just being, like, dumb fucking idiots saying dumb fucking like, things. Na- Nash being a flippant jerk-off is definitely, like, rubbing off on the younger guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no wonder none of those guys' careers went anywhere. Yeah, they're all like, it worked for Nash. <laughs> it worked for Nash. Like, we got trained by him. Um, they They repeated a joke in, like, several promos throughout the night that... I guess they thought was cool. It was funny. It's barely even... It's not even really a joke. They just keep saying that someone is S-O-L. And you know know what that that means. means. Ah! Like, what? (laughs) Maybe really angry. It's dumb. So, and I had actually forgotten... Like, I knew, like, professionally, Nash didn't give a shit but i didn't i didn't because I, I didn't really watch nitro at this point right. i think i had long since quit on like it. 98 yeah um but i didn't know he like was this much of a goof yeah like on camera yeah like as he was in tna later mm-hmm. like i thought he, his first time being that silly was like the stuff with alex shelley right in like 2005 but right. he's He's just as much of a silly just guy as here. As, yeah, just as ridiculous. Yeah. 
Uh, we get more of that later. Yep. Uh, also, also, he's in the main event for the, the world main, title. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Luger, because hard work gets rewarded. <laughs> yeah. The fans want to see it, brother. Yep. Um, I believe he got the title by saying he wanted it. Yeah. Like, I want Booker T. And I want Booker T. I'm going to get Booker T. It I'm, is decided. If I, if I catch him, he's got to spread him. Oh, man. we get, <laughs> Because we've been so slow in this podcast, the thing we didn't want to happen has, ha- has happened because Brian and Vinny at Wrestling Observer have also been doing Retro Raw Nitro for each week, and they've been doing it... Uh, on time. Well, they've been doing it. It's 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 always since they because they started at the beginning of Nitro and yeah. it's always been nineteen years ago this week. So in in twenty uh, in twenty eighteen they were doing nineteen ninety nine. So we were a year ahead of them. Yeah. So it's fine. But now because they do it every week and we do it every nine weeks, uh, they're rapidly catching up to us. So now we're hearing them do, doing Nitro doing episodes their, that their, we did. Yeah, they're doing the June episodes. Yeah, that man, we did. Yeah, they're last year. Yeah, they're only yeah they're only five less than oh almost four months behind us now. Um, but yeah, so we we're listening to the most recent one the. the June twenty sixth or whatever, and <laughs> what? How did it come up? Oh, Scott, Steiner, Steiner was making Steiner, Steiner was suggesting stipulation matches. Yeah, and uh, there was something on a pole, and then, and then freak on a leash, and then freak on a leash, and which he then had to explain. Which he then had to explain was if <laughs> <laughs> if you catch her, she has to spread him. Yeah. That's, that's the match. That's the match. <laughs> or like, that's a good match. Like spread what her boobs? No. Like pull them apart? No. Oh. No, Drew. I'll uh, I'll draw you a picture. Uh so Luger comes out looking like complete dog shit. Like bleach blonde, like platinum blonde hair. Yeah, his hair is dyed too much. Almost like a mullet, but not really. It's at a very weird length. It's like too short in the front and not long enough to be a mullet yeah. in the back, but too long to be regular hair. Yes. It's this horrible middle ground. His, it's a transitional mullet. His face looks very old, and then his body is immaculate. Jacked. <laughs> He's still completely jacked. Yeah. So it's a like, very if, odd yeah. look. It's a different head on, like, someone... You know, remember those books for kids where you could, like, flip the, like, head, body, and legs... <laughs> And make like different, oh yeah, different yeah. looking yeah, characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, someone did that with Lex Luger. Yeah, yeah. Like they put the wrong. What's hat a, what's on. a new hair? Uh, this one looks good. <laughs> yeah. Um, he comes out. He immediately goes to the ring, uh, the uh, announcer's table. He gets mad to stand up, and then just berates him. him. Oh, like man. pretty much calls him like a fat shit pig. Yeah. Like you're you're like a fat cancerous like lump <laughs> on a human body. Like and what? Tells him to never speak about his physique or his personal appearance ever again. What did Madden and say? And Madden literally just stood there quietly and then and said, took it. "I just took it," and then sat down. And then Hudson and Shivani were like shit-talking him, and he was like, no, oh, it's all good, we're cool. <laughs> no, nothing happened, man. <laughs> I, he eventually got out, I thought the heels stuck together. <laughs> yeah, he said so much for the heels working together. Yeah, and then I think Hudson had, I think I didn't like it at the time, but in, ha, now that I've had some time with it, I kind of liked it. Uh, I think Hudson said, now you got to like rewrite your scripted ad-libs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was a good mean thing to say. Uh, so then Lex gets in the ring and cuts a big, long-winded promo about 
all the like boys that have been making this business the business, yeah. you know, like Hogan and Nash and Page and Savage, like all the boys. And then he's like, "But Goldberg, you're a, a hack." And then he goes, you know, I'm going to end your streak and make you retire. So he Which I forgot was a thing yeah. that was happening. But I guess even though... I guess when we don't watch things though, for nine weeks, you forget about yeah, things. Even though Russo is, like, at home nursing a horrible concussion. Yeah. Uh, the weird uh, storyline with where he's forcing Goldberg to do the streak again or he gets fired. P.S. They forget and Goldberg loses by DQ at some point. Yes. Uh, is still going, so... Yeah, so Luger challenges him to a match at the pay-per-view. Uh, he then has a magazine, a WCW magazine, where With there's an, an article, article about Goldberg's, Goldberg's being... Like, yeah, about Goldberg being an amazing human being. And he calls one of the, uh, like, uh, right... Like, like, he's randomly at ringside. Yeah, he's just like, there. Maybe he's also why. a photographer. Yeah, but he's... Yeah, the like, guy I, who wrote the article yeah, about Ra- the book. Ross Foreman, which is a name I know, but I don't know why. Um, so Luger gets him in the ring, makes him explain the article, blah, blah. And, and you said... And I said, what's going to happen is Luger's going to take the magazine back, tell him that that's bullshit, and then give him the, the, the uh... I almost the Stein Recliner. The torture rack. <laughs> and I said, Andrew, stop it. Larry Pafol would... <laughs> Pafol <laughs> would never do such a thing to a, a defenseless magazine writer. And that's exactly what happened. I was wrong. He picked him up, and he fucking wrenched him a bunch and killed him. Yeah, and, like, Foreman just, like, went limp, and, and yeah. Lex was just, like, going nuts on him. Yeah, that's what you do when you're, rest- you're doing it to a guy who's, like, weighs nothing and yeah. isn't a boy, right? <laughs> so then we come to come back from commercial, and it's all the, the thrillers are standing with Pamela Pound- Towns a lot, and... Uh, Nash is One, holding... have we ever said her name right? Two, do we know what her actual name Pamela is? Pamela Poundshock? Poundshock? Paulshock? Paulshock? Might be Poundshock. But Poundshock sounds so silly. Paula Pound... No. Because Paula Poundstone really messes things up. And she's also a real bad person. Look. Look. Boys... Boys can't be right. <laughs> That's the long and the short of it. Uh, pound. Pamela Paulshock, Pamela Poundshock, Paula Poundstone, Pamela Paulshock, Pamela, Pamela Anderson, Pound, pa- pa- Pamela Henderson. That was a good joke for, about masturbating. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul. Maybe her name's not Pamela. Paula. Paula. But no, Paula. She no. She's not the same as Paula pound. Poundstone. What the fuck? Pamela Paulshock. Sure, try it. Try Pamela Shock WCW. Give me something. Use a use a Boolean search. Pamela Paul Shock. Paul Shock. So yeah, so it was the it was the Poundstone that was really muddying the waters there. Yeah. Pamela Paul Shock. Yeah. Okay. I will not remember that next me time we do this. Neither. <laughs> but for now, we got it. We did it. Um, what was she doing? So she was interviewing Nash and the Natural Born Thrillers. Good, because we haven't seen enough of that. Nash has Goldberg's book. She asks Nash about the whole thing with Stasiak being out of the Natural Born Thrillers. Nash ignores her, yeah. makes some joke about Goldberg's book that we didn't... Like, we heard it, and we're like, wait, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. So we rewound it. Yeah. Let's do it again. We're like, wait. So that is what, what? we heard, but we didn't really understand So it. he said, why is he standing there in a cup? Yeah. Does, like, does it mean like? 
Is he wearing a jock strap like and that's strap? it? Yeah. Like, I don't get it. Yeah, and like, they didn't show the picture he was no. referring to. No. So it was a real theater of the mind. And then Nash said, like, uh, you know, why, why does, uh, everybody think they deserve something around here? Like, you know what? I think I deserve a title match tonight against Booker T. And in the he, main, in the main event. And he got it. How about Kevin Gash? Have we done that one? Uh, maybe not. And he's trans? And he's got a, he's got an angry inch? An angry inch. That's a, Hedwig reference. Did I tell you I saw the original off-Broadway production of Hedwig in the Angry You did. Did I tell you that yesterday? Yes, you did. Am I going to tell you tomorrow? Uh, probably, but yeah. I don't care. <laughs> um, I'm very cultured, is what I'm saying. Sure. Did you know they're making a movie of Cats? And did you know we're seeing it on opening night on December 20th? I've, well, al- I've, I've already made us reservations. Only if you have ca- a cash in available. I do. No. Kelly's the only one with one. Well, I hope he knows what he's doing on December 20th, 2019. You better make him cash his in first. Idris. So that you get a new one. Idris Elba is a cat. Do I need to say more things? I don't make the rules. I just enforce them. Judy Dench plays old Deuteronomy in a gender-blind casting decision. I don't know what that is. She's normally the old male cat. I don't know what that is. Judy Dench. I don't know cats. What? I've never seen cats. I only know the stupid song. That's it. The, and the one that has AIDS. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's all I know. Uh, who's the uh, Jennifer Hudson has the AIDS. Interesting. Yeah. Didn't think she would sign on to be the the AIDS cat, considering she's black. <laughs> and it was invented to take out the black race. I mean, mostly gays. The blacks were a, a, were a happy accident. <laughs> <laughs> the blacks are collateral damage. Yeah. They're friendly fire. Yeah. Friendly fire from the uh, manufactured AIDS epidemic. Um, so... Like, Re- Reagan was like, oh, I'll take this. <laughs> that was an okay Reagan. You been working on it? Yeah, I've been working on my Reagan for my for my tight five at Caroline's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then after that, we get the Team Canada comes out and cuts a big-ass promo Maybe about... I should do Prez. I can do Prez. I can do Brock. I can do I, I can do one line of Bill Clinton. I can only do eight and eight cheating. <laughs> I can only do that. Um, Jimmy Carter. Everyone, no one can do Jimmy Carter. He's impossible. <laughs> Jimmy Carter and Gerald Ford are impossible. I guess you could just do, do Gerald you, Ford from yeah, The Simpsons. Do you like, like nachos, Homer? <laughs> yeah, I guess you can do that. And, and like football. Everyone can sort of do Nixon badly. Hmm. And yeah, he's gonna make jowls and shake a face. Yeah, exactly. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nixon's good. And JFK, obviously. No, exactly. Yeah, but my JFK is just Mary Quimby. Oh, everyone's JFK is Quimby. Yeah. No one actually does JFK. A- a- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or the... or his nephew. It's Chowda. Chowda. Say it, Frenchie. <laughs> the the my the best JFK thing is in like the famous like we're going to the moon speech. The way he says decade. In, not in not in the next decade, but in this one. Decade. I mean, what? He's Massachusetts ch- uh, crap. He, he crap, is. So. He is. He is Massachusetts crap. So I will give you that. A Catholic president, a Catholic not in my America. Remember, how, like that's a scandal. The wrong kind of Christian. Yeah. What? You're too Catholic for our country. And just think, fifty years later, a Muslim, a Muslim, Barack Hussein, Hussein Obama. Obama, Hitler, a B Pong. <laughs> What was it? 
No, Hitler Jeet Ginseng Bipong, right? Or something like that? Uh, it was like Hitler Ginseng Bin Laden or something, right? No, I think it was an Asian uh, dictator. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't Pol Pot, but it was somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, Barack, you just yeah. do, I'm uh, Barack Obama, and I'm gay, and I'm gay, uh, I'm Barack Obama, and I'm covered in honey. <laughs> What was that from? Well, so we got we got uh, Popeyes once, and then I was eating the the <laughs> biscuits, and I got honey all over myself. And you were in fact Barack Obama yeah. and covered in honey. <laughs> Man, Popeyes biscuits always deliver. Did you get six? Yeah. Yes, you did. Did you eat all six? I ate two. It's pretty good. Uh, well, all six be gone if you, if you play your cards right. There's uh, one in there for you. A take home, Bicky. Yeah. Mm. Um. So next up, Team Canada, they come out and put a promo sorry, about how much they hate America. The British call, the British call cookies biscuits. I know, it's a, yeah. I don't care for that. I mean, either. what do they call biscuits? So they just don't have them? They don't have biscuits. They have... Um, Scones. Uh, crumpets. They do have crumpets. Yeah. Remember uh, what... Uh, mm, I think I lost it. Good. <laughs> uh, there was like a, a brand of like Australian... English muffins for a while that were popular. What were they called? Sure. Fuck. It's not going to come to me. Were they just crumpets or were they something else? Bangery doos. They might have been bangery doos. <laughs> Schwazel wazers. <laughs> we call that a chase wazer. Cheese wazer. <laughs> yeah, that is. Yeah. I'm going right to my member of parliament. Hey, hey, Mr. <laughs> Prime Minister, Andy, Andy. <laughs> What's up, gents? <laughs> That's one of the best episodes. That's one of the best episodes, yeah. That one rules. Yeah. Um, anyways. Anyway. Team Canada comes out, and the election is the next day? Uh, yeah, because it's Monday. Yeah, so, so the election is the next day. election is Tuesday, November 7th, 2000, and that election goes pretty well. Yep. Good. Everything goes according to plan. Smooth. For someone. Smooth sailing. <laughs> Um, Damn, that was crazy. I remember watching the results of that live on my on my uncle's big screen TV and going, what the fuck is going on I, I in Florida? I don't remember if I did or not. I was very I feel young. like I was just, yeah, I feel like we were young and we didn't really give yeah, a shit. I was very young. I wasn't, because I was, I was what, four years old? Uh, sure. In this, uh, for, the, for the purposes of this conversation? Yes. You were 16? I and was, I was 14. I was 17, going on 18. Wow, you really are old. I was seven. I was yeah, because I I had turned seventeen already. There. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, you were you were seventeen. I was fourteen. Yeah, I I probably was into it because I was like a too, super politically too, charged too liberal teen liberal guy. Team. Yeah. And I going near all Asian high school. Yeah, I, I founding the founding the DSA, Democratic Socialists of America. Oh, I thought it was a dick sucking ass. Also, dick sucking ass. Yeah, I've got the I've got the rose emoji on my uh, Twitter handle. I'm big. I'm big libtard. Anyways, they got the promo about how America's shit, and if, but, in a weird w- train of uh, rambling on while doing a promo, Lance says that instead of being in this shitty country, you should immigrate to Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Yeah. Why would you want that? If you hate all of the Americans, go to the why most you... American part of Canada. <laughs> but like, but also like, why would you want the Americans to come to where you are That's from? That's true. Hey, you that doesn't assholes, make any. Why sense. don't you come to my house? <laughs> yeah, like that doesn't make any sense. No, it's a weird uh, like circular but it, logic. It's just to get booze from the crowd. Yeah, but for him, that doesn't make any sense to no. say. No, if you if you break it down, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, 
But it is funny, like, from the other perspective, that you would invite the the Americans, presumably that want to leave America, to come to the Texas of Canada. Yes. Um, so then he says, all rise for playing the Canadian National Anthem, and then Queeley's music plays, so Queeley comes out covered head to toe. In Inside and outside. Glitties all over his face. In titties. glitter and glue and gel yeah. I would, and paint. We would both 100% refuse to wrestle him. I would get counted out. Yeah. E- even, like, if, even though it's Lance Storm and he's winning, yeah. I would just get counted out. I would just walk back up the ramp and go back in the back. I'm not touching you. I'm not. This shit will never come out of my gear. Yeah. I will have glitties on but my gear for the rest of the life. By the end of the match, Lance was covered. Covered. And there was it was all over the floor as yeah. well. But as Kiwi was coming down, uh, Hudson did say uh, very humorously hmm. that Moby must have done a remix of the Canadian National <laughs> Anthem. <laughs> all we, a Moby reference. Because Kiwi comes up to, like, techno. Yeah. Um, but I thought Eminem told us that nobody listens to techno. Uh, no. Hmm. I guess not. Did Chris Kirkpatrick ever get his ass kicked? He might have. You know, he seems like the kind of guy who... Worse than the Little Limp Biscuit Bastards? He probably gets his ass kicked all the time. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I think I know... I think I still know all the lyrics uh, to that song. Yeah, me too. Um, so then we get Kiwi versus Lance. Uh, match was fine. Pretty good. Um, had... I mean, the, Lance's finish is so fucking awesome that it's still so protected. Yeah, it's the most protected move in WCW. Like, no main eventer's yeah. finisher is more protected and, than the Maple Leafs. And the setup was really good, where, like, Kiwi whipped Lance in the corner, Kiwi uh, ran in, and Lance went to give him the, like, up and over with his shoulder, but caught him back on his shoulder. Yeah, what, what Kiwi, like, Kiwi did it up and over. Yeah. Kiwi, like, Kiwi ran in the corner. Ran in the corner to go up, and Lance, Lance caught him. Lance caught his, like, feet on his shoulder, yeah. like they would maybe do a head scissors. Yeah. And then Lance turned 180 and did like sort of a like a kind of like an Alabama slam, Alabama slam sort of. type thing, and then boom, boom right, right into, into Maple Leaf. And Kiwi tapped out. An immediate tap, like they yeah. always do. Yeah. But and like and Kiwi had done a he did a very nice uh, like springboard 180 sunset flip. Yep. Real good. Uh, off got, the got, got good air. Lance yeah. rolled through really well. Yeah, that looked nice. Um. So then Team Canada decides to do the beatdown after the match. For Kiwi, you know, the uh, blatantly homosexual character, to be saved by... I think that gimmick has stopped. I think he still dresses... I think I he wears glitter and wears a dress. But besides that, like, he does no mannerisms. He, he fucks ki- Paisley. He kisses and fucks Paisley on screen. Yeah. They have full penetration. Yeah, full pen. <laughs> like, he... <laughs> Double whole pen. Like, <laughs> Kiwi's... <laughs> Kiwi's gear is just a condom. <laughs> oh. Uh, but to, so, bad guy Canadians beating up a queer to yeah. get saved by... As we do. Um... Of all people... Oh, yeah. A returning Ming. Yeah. Which makes no sense. We're like, we do not understand this, but we support this. But, like, uh, uh, a Tongan who hates Canadians. Yeah, as I said... So not I, even an American. Everyone knows, Islanders hate Canada. Because we have more islands. There's yeah. a shitload of islands. We have the most islands. We have maybe the most islands. We have the most islands. Um, you know, a thousand island dressing that's from Canada. Canada, yep, up north. Yep, don't don't the, look don't look that don't fact check that. Um, so after that, there was a. Uh, so are we getting Lance versus Meng? Because I'm on board. That'd be pretty sick. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty sick. Um, we got a a pretty good Goldberg promo. 
yeah. cut it on like Bam Bam came back on Thunder and challenged Goldberg to a match. Yeah, they kept saying these things that happened like we were supposed to know. There was a lot of things that happened on Thunder on this show that we didn't get revealed until Three the count thing. And the young dragons are broken up. <laughs> yeah, they unmasked Jamie Son. They unmasked Jamie Son. They Evan kicked Evan out. Yeah, we knew none of this. Uh, Bam Bam came Bam back. Bam Bam returned. We're like, did we miss a Nitro? Uh, nope, this was nope, all Thunder. This was all on Thunder. Which has now changed time slots, they informed us. Which is which means definitely a good doing sign. Well. Yep. When does Thunder end? It goes all the way. Does it really? Yep. But there wasn't the Thunder after that final Nitro. No, the last Thunder was before. The week before. Yeah. I wonder what's on that final Thunder. Um, the, I feel like I have cruiserweight matches from... Every Thunder in 2001. I feel like every Thunder has of, one good group. It's a lot of match. AJ Air Paris. You get some AJ Air Paris. You get some Jason Jett. Oh, you get some Romeo, Romeo and Skipper. Yeah. You get Ray and Kidman. You get some Ray and Kidman. Yeah, there's yeah. And, uh, Shane Helms. And it's Shane. actually good. It's, uh, I, talking about it, I sort of want to watch him, but I don't want to watch him. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, but then he starts talking about Luger. And how, like, Luger's, like, a washed-up hack, and, how, like, how dare he request a match with him. Yeah. Like, just because you say you want it doesn't mean you're getting it. Then Unless you're Kevin Nash, then you do. Then you're Kevin Nash. It. Yeah. Then Luger appears, and then when Goldberg and him are sort of stare, having, like, a, a chest-puffing contest. Um, oh, and by the way, Luger, way bigger than Goldberg. Yeah, he's massive. Yeah. He's massive. And Goldberg's jaded. And Goldberg's a large man, for um, those who don't and know. And then Bam Bam clobbers Goldberg from behind with a pipe, and then they give him the beatdown. Yeah. And we were like, ah, yes, the... The infamous Luger Bigelow uh, alliance, as everyone, you know? as everyone remembers. Uh, so we're back. Bam Bam was wearing lower body gear, which sometimes sometimes he, he doesn't. Didn't, as I recall. Sometimes it's track pants, sometimes it's sweatpants. Yeah, but he, he's gear. got real gear on the bottom. But he is wearing a generic uh, cut off WCW shirt. Yes. Uh, then next we get Sean Stasiak, which is supposed to be against Reno. Yes. But Reno never comes out. So then they play his music again, they cut to the back, and Reno's been taken out by Chronic. Chronic is walking but away from the crime Chronic scene. Chronic is walking away from the crime scene as the thrillers like push their way past Just Chronic walk past them. To go check on Reno, and then they're like, Who did it? Who did it? Did you see who did it? Did you see who did it? Sloppy police work. Yeah. Uh they're just idiots. Um, then Palumbo takes a piece of metal <laughs> that... and measures it around Reno's head. Yep. And he turns to Nash and says, <laughs> I'm no Columbo, <laughs> but I am Chuck Palumbo. <laughs> and I think this was bent around his head. <laughs> God, fucking stupid. Which was very charming. It was pretty funny. We, we, we got a good chuckle out of it. Yeah. Um... So then we get a uh, Flair comes to the ring, cuts a promo about the pay per view, uh, how mayhem, May- mayhem. Flair said mayhem as one syllable eight times. Mayhem, and it made me more upset every time. Uh, His weird Minnesota by way of Mid Atlantic accent yeah. Yeah. was not helping matters. But I will say, Ric Flair appears to be the literally the one person in this company who is like. Trying to make money and sell tickets. Yes. Because he's like, here are some big matches for this pay-per-view. Yes. Please buy this pay-per-view. This is going to be the best pay-per-view we've put on in years, is what he said. He said a long time. Or a long time. Because he left it open. Because I said, depending on the long time, that could be true. true. It won't be. But... <laughs> what was the last good pay-per-view? Spring Stampede 99. There you go. So that's yeah. a while. So that's a, that's yeah. a long time, yeah. Um, and he... the last one before that is probably another year. <laughs> yeah. He announces uh, Steiner versus Booker in a cage. Yeah. Steiner comes out and just, like, 
assaults him and threatens him and says, like, nobody tells me what to do. Like, nobody puts Scotty in the corner. Everybody knows wants to know. And uh, says, like, he'll, you know, he'll beat up Booker whenever he wants. And uh, when he's damn well ready, Booker comes out, beats up Steiner. Steiner takes a hilarious bump onto his sunglasses. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, like... Powders. But as he's powdering... While powdering... Like, magically grabs his glasses. Scoops the sunglasses yeah, that crazy. he's almost assuredly broken. Yeah. But, doesn't, but in case they're not, he's taken them. Yeah. Because they're probably nice sunglasses. They're very nice Like, I imagine that he... Like, even though he knew he was taking bumps... Like, wouldn't wear just, like, cheap gimmick sunglasses. No. He would wear his, like, $500 yeah. sunglasses. His good stuff. Yeah. The goods. Uh, then we get just a dumb Jimmy Hart promo. Uh, be, be, before that, as a, as a response to this, uh, oh yeah, yeah, this kerfuffle, uh, Ric Flair's response is to make the match worse, to add stupid steps by making it a straight jacket match on a straight jacket that you have to climb up and get. Yes, so, where but you don't win by putting your opponent in the straight jacket. It's still pin and submission. Yeah, you can just use the straight jacket if you want. If you want to. Yes. Yeah. First person to get it can choose to yeah. use it. Cage match, optional straight jacket. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we get a bad Jimmy Hart promo where he's cutting it on like you know all the shock jocks and stuff. Yeah, like every radio. Yeah, host. And, and taking mostly taking aim at Mancow because Mancow's from Chicago. Yeah. Uh, Mancow then appears wearing a Creed t-shirt. Mancow is the year 2000. Goatee. Black goatee. Trench coat. Leather trench coat. Creed shirt. Creed t-shirt. Just absolutely sick look. Um, then Jimmy immediately changes his tune about yeah. like, oh, I was just saying you're the best You're the best guy in the world at doing what you do. And Mancow takes exception to him and then he gets jumped by Shannon Moore and Shane Helms. Yeah. They give him the beatdown. This sets up a match between Mancow and Jimmy Hart at the pay-per-view. And it sounds like they've maybe done it before because like, Mancow was like, I beat your ass last time or like something. Like your, your knees and knee braces like, last time. Just every or... time they come to Chicago, does, do they do Jimmy Hart versus Mancow? Maybe. Um... So then we get a three-team tag team match of Shannon Moore and Shane Helms versus Mark Jindrak and Sean O'Hare versus Jimmy Yang or Yun Yang and... Uh, no, apparently he's not Yun Yang because, uh, was it Madden? Yeah. Who said, who names their kid Yang? <laughs> yeah, maybe it's just Yang. Uh, Yang but we're like, that's his last name. Yang and Kazayashi. Um, there was some pretty good stuff in There's this match. There's some fun stuff. The finish was a little fucked up. Because Evan was Evan Cray just ran in to stop three count from winning. Yes. And Leia Meow was supposed to get up on the ropes to distract the ref. Yes. And just, she, I think she got up in time, but the ref didn't get to her in time. Yeah. So the ref full on saw Evan Cray just slide in the ring. Yeah. Um, and get Shane. Then he got up and went to Leia Meow. Yeah. Um, and then uh, O'Hara did the Shantan bomb, like a springboard over yes. Jindrak onto Yang for the for the win. Yeah. Um, the thrillers then leave. Oh, actually, one point that I didn't write down that comes back uh, pretty soon is there was some kind of kerfuffle on Battle Dome. Between yes. WCW wrestlers and Battle Dome guys. Yeah. For those who don't remember Battle Dome, it was like a fake ass it was like thunderdome american from... gladiators thunderdome situation yeah. uh on upn i believe upn underpaid negroes would it have been upn because smackdown was on upn but maybe i guess they uh, i think it was i think it was upn i remember watching it on upn yeah um 
So the, they get out of the ring and start jaw-jacking with the, the dudes, the actors portraying real tough guys. Yep. One of whom was Where we Terry Crews. realized that T-Money from Battledome is Terry Crews. Uh, but then the Young Dragons and Three Count decide to team up and beat up Evan Courageous. Yep. Uh, then out comes Jamie Noble without his mask with a chair to chase them off. And he does and some he, good work with the chair. He hammers Kaz, who doesn't protect the ha- headshot. Correct. And then, then takes a big swing at Jimmy, or Yang, who jumps Takes a running into jump into the it. chair shot and takes a really good bump it's off it. awesome. And then, Ka- and then uh, Noble and Courageous sort of have like a, like, like oh. a stare down of like, should, should we too? fight or should we be buddies? Should we kiss or should we fuck? They kiss. They kiss. Uh, this sets up a three-way tag at the pay-per-view. Yes, and I I remember nothing of their match at Mayhem. They had a good one the next month in December. That might be a ladder match. The That's the ladder match, yeah. 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 That's the really good one. Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't tell you a thing about this coming one. But uh, O'Hare did a really sweet move in the match on Kaz, I think. Yes. It was like a, a, like a fast... Gr- like, it was sort of like a fast mother effing bomb. Kinda. Because it was, it's sort, like, at the end of the day, it was sort of a gorilla present to a Michinoku driver. Yeah. But it, like, it looked a little different and was, like, sort of one motion, too. Yes. It was really cool, though. Yeah, it was very, very fast, very cool. Yeah. Um, so after that, we get M.I. Smooth arri- arriving uh, at the building with a limo, and he goes to, like, uh, should I let him out? And goes to the door, like, nah, not yet, not yet. And they're like, oh, this is the person that Ric Flair is reinstating. Yeah. Uh, so then we go to the ring... And the, the the next immediately yeah. hit DDP's music, which I was never clear was DDP the guy in the limo because yeah, they didn't I guess. they didn't tell us that I, I guess and like w- normally when you say not yet you wait a little while yeah. until like he was literally the next thing on the show the next thing immediately back to the building and then Paige's music Here's Paige hit. yeah uh, so Paige comes out to a big return cuts a shooty promo. Yeah. Uh, about how he, I oh, was such a b- positive page was gone. He was a bum guy, and but like ah, oh, I love the pop of the fans, and I'm back, baby. <laughs> and then he turns his attention to the Battle Dome guys, and talks about how like they're Call, all calls Terry Crews the N word. They're all actors and not Call, real tough guys. He calls them N money. N money. Uh, he then calls out his backup, which is like Bagwell, Rick, Rick Steiner, Steiner and the, the Cat. cat. Uh, then the Battle Dome guys jump the barricade, and they sort of have, like, uh, doc- or kerfuffle. Pull, pull apart. Uh, I, which I think you said you think leads to Rick Steiner doing Battle Dome? Rick Steiner does Battle Dome, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. We'll see if we can find that afterwards. Yeah. That'd be pretty ridiculous. Um, so then we get uh, Steiner and Jarrett versus Sting and Bagwell. Uh, it was... Which you referred to as the main event, and got me all excited, because it seemed like the show was nice and short. And then a bunch more things happened, and it was not the main event. And Two more things happened. Yet again, you have lied to me and broken my oh, I lied. Three more things happened. Um, so the only thing that was weird about this was that Sting was was the one taking the heat. So that Buff and, so we got, the, got sweet, the hot tag. Hot tag to Buff. And, and Sting wasn't dressed like Suge Knight anymore. Yeah. It's disappointing. And right? I had asked, like I said, like, like I, why is this Buff? It's not like Buff has done anything. And by the end we realized, we realized, oh, to take the fall. So that Steiner can get the win and Sting didn't take the loss. That is correct. So that makes more sense. But yeah. the match was whatever. Like, the match was, in fact, whatever. It, it was pretty much the semi-main event match that WCW has on every Nitro. Yes. Like, even if I just look at the last one. Uh... Chronic and Chronic and Palumbo and Stasiak was last show. That was in the semi-main event spot. Yeah. So, like, it's, you know, whatever. 
Yeah. Um, How about Buff Fagwell? <laughs> oh, now, now you're going to make him angry. Uh, then, like, immediately after that... Marcus Alexander Fagwell. We come back from commercial break, and Lance is at the commentary table, and they're doing Erection versus Alex Wright for the U.S. title, which is kind of dumb, considering when Flair was doing his promo, he said he Storm versus Erection for the, the last door. time for the U.S. title. Yeah. So then you're immediately putting the U.S. title on the line that could fuck up that match. Correct. Doesn't make any fucking sense. I can't wait for Alex Wright, Lance Storm in the pay-per-view. Yeah. So, but the the thing that I love about Lance was that at the, when Rection and Storm and Wright were coming to the ring, yeah. Lance was talking about how he had three titles that he was never pinned to lose any of them. Yeah. And then, and then they're like, he stops talking, the commentators keep talking. When Rection gets to the ring, Lance out of nowhere just says, he pinned Jim Duggan. It wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that he had just been waiting for that yep. exact moment <laughs> yep. to bring it back up. It was perfect. And then I think someone said, uh, like, what if uh, what if Alex Wright wins this? And he's like, if Alex Wright wins, fuck it, I'll wrestle him on yeah. Thunder. I'm not waiting for the pay-per-view. Yeah, I'm going to wrestle him on Thunder, and then I'll wrestle, I'll, I'll defend my title against Rection at the pay-per-view. Yeah. Like, Lance was sticking to the feud, Lance, which is awesome. Lance is so great. I love Lance. Lance is great. Uh... Then, uh, but when Alex Wright came out, him and Disco cut a promo where Wright was talking in German and then Disco would like fake translate it. Yeah. And the thing was that... Always a good bit. Alex Wright was going to win the US title, rename it the Germany title, yeah. and then defend it in Germany, in der, to which Mark Madden in said... In their fatherland. To which Mark Madden said, when was the last time Germany won anything on their own soil? <laughs> I was like, you're, you're, you know what, Madden, you're all right sometimes. Uh, this match was okay. It had some pretty interesting, like some decent stuff in it. It's okay, yeah. Like uh, Alex Wright did that weird uh, top rope single he did foot a stomp. Top rope single foot stomp. Yeah. And then uh, Rection did like a huge moonsault. Yeah, we're like Alex Wright's pretty far yeah, away in the ring, and like. Rection did sort of like land with his legs on. a little bit. It was yeah. it was safe enough. Like any further, and it would have been an issue. Yeah, he would have need, need him in the sternum. That was that was the outer limits. Yeah, remember the outer limits? The show that yep. wasn't the Twilight Zone. Yep, but but was the Twilight Zone? But was the Twilight Zone? Yep, I used to watch the shit of that. Yeah. Uh, after that, we get Bam Bam and Goldberg, which this match was kind of disappointing. Yeah, because we were like, sick, we love these yeah. guys. But it was just like, Bam Bam jumped him off the gun, just sort of like... Gave Blinded him, little, him somehow? Yeah, like, gave him a little bit of a beatdown. Goldberg was like, like, oh, I can't see, so I'm going to take some wild swings. Yeah. Um, Lex shows up. Lex shows up, and they have sort of like a stare down. Bam Bam goes to jump him again. Goldberg. Bam Bam does get to give Goldberg one move. He gives him like a back suplex. And we're like, oh, it's always weird watching Goldberg take bumps. Yeah. Because I'm not used to Goldberg being picked up and yeah. slammed. Also, Goldberg is not used to being picked up and slammed. Because he didn't seem comfortable taking that suplex. Nope. nope not at all. Um, but then, yeah, Goldberg hits a spear. And then gives Bam Bam a... Uh, I would say he struggles to give him the jackhammer. Like, Bam Bam's a big dude. He gets it. Like, But he gets it, but yeah. he's a big, heavy yeah. dude. He didn't stall him or anything. No, it was, like, immediately up and down. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was a little disappointing because it was kind of, like, it was short. And, like, it, you expect all Goldberg matches to be yeah. short, but, like, the... There really wasn't much to the, it. The meat of the match was just Bam Bam, like, uh, stomping him and yeah. punching him, you know? Like, it wasn't really, like, Bam Bam making him work. No. You know, which Bam Bam could have done. Yeah. And then you get distraction shit, and yeah. Um, 
So I would maybe not as disappointing as the uh, Goldberg Tank Abbott that eventually no, happened, no, but uh, that, was, that was disappointing. Although you know it was better. You know it was better. Uh, Tank Abbott DDP. Tank Abbott DDP with was the fucking diamond cut. The best. That was fucking amazing. Um, and then of course the main event is uh, Steiner comes out and cuts a promo about how. Uh, he's like, he's still not listening to Ric Flair. Ric Flair can kiss his ass. Yeah. Uh, he goes and sits on commentary and then, oh, before he goes commentary, he says something about Booker has made mention of like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. his mama. Save the drama like, for your the drama mama. your mama. And Steiner goes, the only drama your mama's got is she ain't know who your daddy is. <laughs> or we're like, ah, I got him, got him, got him, got him. <laughs> and so, uh, Nash comes out, Booker comes out. The match is what it's whatever. It's a it's Nash a, wrestling once say, every month. It's a Kevin Nash match in two thousand. Nash did do a you do the match. fucking sick sidewalk slam. Like got him up huge. Sidewalk slam was nice and big boot. And was big nice. boot was really Both nice. Both were very nice. But then we remember words do. we remember too like Nash bumps so weird because so weird. it's he like he he it's like he's falling over yeah. and then kicks his legs up as yeah, he's he already did, falling he over. He does weird stuff with his legs when he bumps. It's he he doesn't wrestle like a big gangly guy really, but he does bump like one. Yeah, he he bumps like he like he doesn't want to fall from that height. Yeah. You know, got to protect his body. He's too tall to bump. Um What's what? his what's his shoot height? 6'8"? I think he might be close to 6'10". That's really I think tall. he might be shoot be 6'10". That's very tall. Because I think Mean Mark is like 6'9", 6'8"? 8 or 9. 8 or 9? Yeah. And I think Nash is a little bit bigger than him. Damn. So yeah, I think he shoot 10. That, yeah, that's really fucking tall. Um, but yeah, so the match itself was fine. Um, How about Hooker T? And he puts that pussy on the stroll. I think we already called him Hooker T a couple mm. episodes ago. How about Booker... G? And he does Kenny G covers? Okay, I like that. How about Booker G and the juice for gay? <laughs> and he puts that pussy on the straw. Booker gay. I'm just going to keep coming back to it. <laughs> I do like Booker G, though. It's, it's much more wholesome. Uh, Booker P, and he's into wet work. Ooh, I like that. I don't like that you call it wet work, though. That's what it's I, called. I've never enjoyed That's that. That's the term. That's your term. It's the term. Look it up. You use it more than anyone else. Look it up. I guess you do it more than anyone It's called else. wet work. It's called water sports. It's both. You call it wet it's work. It's both. I think that I don't like work being watch involved. The, like, watch the movie Horrible like, Losses. It's in Horrible like, Losses. Uh, time to go to work. <laughs> they hire Ian Grufford to be their wet work guy. I don't like it. Because they think, they, they think it means assassins, but it's really peeing. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So the end of this match is... So Stasiak had been saying he made a terrible mistake and wanted to reteam with the thrillers. Nash told him no. Yeah. But then he said, don't worry, brother. Like, I'll be out there for you tonight. So, ref bump. Stasiak comes in and brass no, knuckles Not Booker. a good ref bump. No, either. bad ref bump. Because Booker does the Harlem sidekick, but at, going at Nash and the ref is in behind Nash. So that makes sense. But Nash... Nash should move to the side where, where Booker's the, not yeah, going to Yeah, away from the foot. Yeah, exactly. But Nash moves toward the foot, so he's still in Booker's way. Yes. And Booker does a terrible sidekick and doesn't really touch the ref. Not really. And the ref bumps. So, so the ref bumps. Yeah. Uh, Stasiak comes down, uh, brass knuckles Booker. I like that Stasiak's gimmick is was made to feud with Kurt Hennig, who was there for two weeks. Uh, yeah. 
uh, who we're going to watch in the 2002 Rumble. Um, God damn, 2002 Rumble. So then what happens is he tells Nash to, like, you know, give him the, bo- give him the bomb, give him the bomb. So Nash sets him up for the power bomb, and then Stasiak clobbers Nash. Yeah. Pulls Booker on him, and then uh, Booker wins. Yeah. Booker yeah. rolls out of the way. Stasiak stands over Nash for what seems like an eternity, giving him crotch chops. Giving him furious crotch chops. While I'm saying, man, I love it when Sean Stasiak is involved in world title decisions. Yep. And then Steiner beats up Booker T. Sort of. It cut off before we got to see what he did. Steiner, yeah, Steiner was about to do a hate crime. But we'll never know what he did. But I have some theories. Were they hate-filled? They were hate-filled. And were they against the law? Yes. Hmm. Like the, like the, the me and Julio down by the schoolyard song. That's, that's about a lynching, right? It's against the <laughs> law. It's against the... <laughs> sure. Me and Julio... Lynched Booker T. Lynched Booker T. Yeah. Killed him. I think that's what that's about. Killed I'll, him dead. I'll have to ask Paul Simon. Uh, Paul, Paul Simon. Paul Simon's in the hate crimes, right? I don't think that's true. <laughs> Maybe Art Garfunkel is. <laughs> Art probably is. After, after He's got to do something after his career was over. After Simon ditched him, I, Art probably got pretty dark. Dark Garfunkel. Dark Garfunkel. Yeah. Art Garfunkel. And he's into guarding. What? I don't know, I'm making that up. It's probably some sexual term. <laughs> it's like sharding, but... Well, there's shart Garfunkel. You don't need to, like, get too creative here. Yeah, that's true. Shart Garfunkel. We've, we've... And he shits his pants a you've lot. Been, you've been singing Baby Shart a lot. Just since yesterday, because of the fucking song. Yeah. Baby Shart, do 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 Baby Shart. And then we also did Baby Porn. <laughs> Baby porn dude. <laughs> 53, 53 terabytes. I want to get my uh my idea of a uh pedophilic uh jihadist. So <laughs> yes. I proposed this to Scott yesterday. Yes, I, I like this a lot. What if so you know how uh Islamic terrorists believe that when you die you go to heaven and you get 72 virgins. Yeah, when you're martyred, you yeah, you get your 72 so virgins. So what if... Because who doesn't like having sex with virgins who don't know what they're doing? I mean, yes, I, but I, the idea is that they they're are pure. unsullied. Exactly. No other dicks. Um, so what if... You know it's actually gay to have sex with a girl who's not a virgin? Because huh. there's old dick residue in there. And you're basically <laughs> mashing dicks with another guy. Sure. That's a fact. Sure. Um, the only luckily way, for you, that's not something you have to worry the about. The only way to be sure is to have sex with men. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is <laughs> the true. The only way to be sure you're not gay <laughs> in the Islamic world is to only fuck men or goats or goats. The men who fuck at goats. Is that the George Clooney movie? Yeah, yeah. The men who fuck with goats. <laughs> you, I fuck with some goats. Yeah, I fuck with some goats. <laughs> we also decided that you like as. As a black dude, you can say the nerdiest shit possible as long as you say it street. Yeah. Like, like schoolboy Q. Yeah, I fuck with my little pony. Uh, oh. I've been golfing. I've been golfing. <laughs> I'm, gonna actually, I, 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 I'm out to Pebble Beach, nigga. By, by the way, I've, I've never loved schoolboy Q more. I'm like, I already liked his music, and now I found out he's a nerd and golfs. Nerd and nerd and golfs. <laughs> and Scott's a nerd who golfs, so there you go. No, I'm like a cool guy who golfs, but I can like... That's not true. I can chill with a, a nerd who golfs. Sure. Uh, we we should go on our old man golf trip. So we talked about going, except oh, for not it. except for not invite the people we had originally planned it with. Exactly. So like 
You, me, and Steve. Steve, yeah. <laughs> the other three cannot come. Yeah, they can go on their own. Or, hear me out, kill themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or they could do whatever the fuck they want. Anyways, <laughs> so my, my point of the, the idea is yes. that... That's so, the plan. An Islamic terrorist... Who is also a pedophile. Who is also a pedophile. So what he does is he goes and he blows up an all-girls Catholic daycare... So that they, when those they, are those the are his he virgins. Gets. So he's choosing, he's drafting. It's a choose your own virgin. It's choose your own virgin story. C-Y-O-V. So he goes up and then they're there and he goes, I did it. I win. I beat the system. It works. The system works. And then from heaven, he just has to send a telegram to all his other Islamic terrorist pedophile friends. Guys, nailed it. Nailed it. My theory worked. Go do it. I love it. It's a great idea. Somebody needs to do a funny or die on that. If SNL, it, I was going to say if SNL was cool. So by that, I mean, if Mad TV still existed, yeah. they would do it. Definitely. Definitely. I would love to see uh, Michael McDonald in brown face doing that. No, you gotta get... What was that guy who kind of had, like, the unibrow a little bit? Short, short, weasley-looking guy. <clears throat> was on for, like, some of the earlier years. Chris Hogan. Was it Chris Hogan? Is that his name? Maybe. Uh, Maybe. I want to say Chris... Do they have glasses sometimes? Jesper Parnovic? It was not Jesper Parnovic. Uh, By the way... I really enjoyed how I just said that. <laughs> I, I'm that might I might add that to the repertoire. And oh man, <laughs> Chris, Chris Ross and I have been doing a lot of David Ortiz for some reason. <laughs> All right, we've been doing dueling big poppies. We're doing. Hey, my friend, the uh, Yoni Damon. He go to the Jankies. <laughs> um, come on, give me his fucking face. I think it's Chris Hogan. He's no, no? N- Nelson Asensio. Oh, that's after my time. He's he's not that. Oh, early. is he later? He's later. I don't remember. Fucking yeah. how much have I watched this Cause, shit? Because I I can tell you like the full cast from the earlier years when I watched, and there ain't there ain't no you know, Asensios in my mad. TV. You know who I'm talking about though, right? I think so. But if you have a picture, it would help. Okay. Yeah, he would do it. He would do it. No, just Michael McDonald. He's Cuban. Michael McDonald, because he did he did uh, what depressed Persian tow truck guy. Yeah. So, that's basically the same character. Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan. You know Chris Hogan. You'll know him when you see him. Ah, yeah, I forgot that's what his name was. Curly hair glasses. Yeah, I forgot that's what his name was. He, what was he known for? He wasn't Coffee Guy. That was the, that was Chris Kilbane? Yeah. Chris Kilbane? No, Pat Kilbane. Pat Pat Kilbane. What did Chris uh, Hogan do? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to read you the names of the things he's done. This These is the are the names of the things I've done. done. These things are the things I've done. Miguel O'Reilly, Wanda Parker, Anthony Stewart Head as Rupert Giles. Oh. Nope. <laughs> Bob Henderson. Uh, are they just names? These are just all the characters he did. Uh, uh, the classic Chris Hogan character, Bob Henderson. El Asso Wipo. Ah. He was El Asso Wipo. And Will Sasso was Senior Bag of Crap. Senior Bag of Crap. Yeah. Oh, man. Damn, and El, El, long... El Diablo was the other one? Okay. Was that what Harry Spears was? Yeah. El Diablo Negro. Diablo Negro, yes. Yeah, Black the Black Devil. Devil. Of course. I'll break your back like so. With my knee. How many episodes of that show were there? And of how many? And how, and how many episodes was Michael McDonald on? 
It was what it ran ninety five five to two thousand and eight nine ten. It remember, it remember it also made that comeback, too. It so. had that one-year comeback that nobody watched. Uh, I'm pretty sure you watched it. I, did, I honestly didn't watch any of it. 2008, and then the comeback was 2016. Okay. So, how many episodes? Um, so, so... 13 seasons, so probably around 260 to 80 episodes? No, not quite. 234. Okay. How many of those were Michael McDonald in? Uh, hundred and seventy. Two thirty-four. That's not true. He was in every episode. That's not true. He wasn't there. Like he, he came around like season four or something. I don't think so. That's wrong. He's it, he's absolutely not. It on has him season. listed as every episode. That's wrong. And it has uh Deborah Wilson as a bunch of them as well. I'm sure she is in a bunch of them, but neither is in all of them. You're in all of them. Michael McDonald, yeah, he was probably season three or four. Uh, season one, you got Artie Lang, Brian Callen. Pre face adjustments. Man, it, y'all, <laughs> y'all listening, if you haven't seen what Artie Lang looks like now, check it out. Check, 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 check it out. He did so much what, coke. What, what's it all about? He did so much coke that his septum collapsed, and then he had to have like reconstructive surgery, but it didn't work. So now he just doesn't really have a nose, and it's nuts. It's, it's a real sad looking thing. It's insane he hasn't died. Uh, at this point, he should be dead. He should have died ten to fifteen years ago, easily. He's on the most borrowed time. I think they canceled crashing so that Artie Lang wouldn't <laughs> so they wouldn't have to deal with him set. being dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, sorry, Pete Holmes, we can't do your show anymore because Artie Lang is a maniac. Wow, there's a lot of people that were regular cast members on this show. I'm sure there were. Matt Bronger? Yep, Bronger was on later stuff. I don't really, I didn't really watch when he was on. You had your Bronger, you had your Key and Peele. Yep. You had that wildly unattractive woman. Oh, uh... Who, spell, who spells her name Stephanie. wrong. Stephanie. Stephanie. S T E P H N I E. Not Stephanie. Stephanie. Simon Helberg was on it. Was he now? Apparently. He actually used to be funny. Yeah. Because he and uh, Derek Waters, who does Drunk History, were a comedy team. Mm -hmm. And they were actually funny. Stephanie Weir. Stephanie Weir. Okay, how about this? Let's have a bet at some point in our lives that. That we will remake every episode of Mad TV ourselves. Sure. Loser has to listen to nothing but Frank Caliendo's no! material for the whole day. No! That's all they have to I do. I won't have it. <laughs> What's wrong with Frank Caliendo? I don't care he for does, him. He does great impressions, Scott. He does a good John Madden. He does a, he does a good John Madden. He only does, he does a good uh, Michael Chiklis. He does a good... Are you sure he doesn't just look like Michael Chiklis? No, he's got hair. He does a good... What's Michael Chiklis up to? I don't know, dead. Was he on a superhero television yes, show? Yes, he was. Where it was like they were a family of superheroes. Did anybody watch no, that? No, it got canceled pretty quick. Who was his blonde wife? You're his blonde wife. I would love to be his blonde <laughs> oh, wife. <laughs> I would let Michael Chiklis wreck this. <laughs> was it... I want to say it was Julie Bowen and Vera Farmiga, but I know it wasn't either. Uh, well, we're going to find out right now. It The show was called... 
The uh, the you, shield. Can you? <laughs> the show was called the shield. His wife was Reed Diamond. Mm-hmm. His wife was Walton Goggins. No ordinary family. No ordinary family. It was on for one season. Yes, it was. I almost uh, watched the first episode and then didn't. 20 episodes. Yep. A full season. I like it. His wife was of Dexter fame, Julie ah, Benz. Ah, that's why I was thinking Julie Bowen. It's Julie B, baby. Who doesn't love a blonde Julie B? Ooh! The dad from Seventh Heaven was on it. They hadn't got him yet? Nope. How recently did they get him? Uh, that wasn't that long after ago. After 2011, apparently. Damn. I guess it was after 2011. But probably not a lot after 2011. He's a kid raper. He's a kid raper. (laughs) And like, like a bad one. Like, Like not that there are good ones, I guess, (laughs) when you break it down. (laughs) But he was particularly heinous. I like that his IMDb page has him listed as American actor, writer, and musician. Not, like, sexual predator. Child rapist. Con- convicted sexual convicted assault. Convicted child you know? rapist. Um, 2014. Monster. 2014. What's his name? Steven? Stephen Collins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Literally was on tons of shows where there was children around him. Almost exclusively. Almost exclusively. <laughs> Funny how that works. And... He was very choosy about his roles. Oh, he was smart. <laughs> You work smarter, not harder. Yeah. 242 episodes of 7th Heaven where he was around kids all the time. Damn. The last thing he was in... Was jail. Oh, was a was a nine-year-old. <laughs> Should I stop on that? 